I was a, definitely a people pleaser. I wanted my parents to be proud of me. So I studied hard, long hours, put aside the play, you know, became very serious. And that's when that introvert in me came out. I now enjoyed my company a little too much. Do you have what it takes to continue going, to continue investing in yourself? They say, this too shall pass. I will get past this. I will learn from the mistakes I made and I will continue pushing through. I am a credit analyst by profession. And so I can, I read, numbers tell a story for me. I get weird with these stories, but when I see numbers, I actually, can tell you what is going on with your business. And, and it's something that all analysts do. Storytelling series for small businesses and content creators. In Overhead Podcast, we talk about the power of your story, your narrative, and why you should own your voice. Whether you are a small business owner, a content entrepreneur, or you simply want to build your influence, storytelling is probably going to be your best instrument to connect with your audience. So join the awakened few who are owning their voices. Now let's get started with today's episode. Bartholomew and I was born in the beautiful twin island state of Trinidad and Tobago and you know as a mother, wife, entrepreneur, uh, career banker I have my hands in everything I love helping people but with you know all of that happening I consider myself an introvert (laughs) and so I get mixed up and stuff but you know and I love helping people and I have a passion for women and, you know, having women, teaching women financial literacy and health and wellness and, you know, so many different things. And it means that I have to interact. And then I call myself an introvert. So, you know, there's definitely a, a bit of dissonance there. All right. That's perfectly fine. That's perfectly fine. So you were born in Trinidad and Tobago, right? Yes, I was. All right. Now, I'm jealous of what I want to learn there. Tell me a bit about your infancy, when you were growing up there, your teenage years, because not everybody has been to the Trinidad and Tobago. Therefore, people don't know what is happening there. So give us the privilege to know uh, Trinidad and Tobago in your days of infancy and uh, adolescence. Yes. Okay. So um, Trinidad is one big neighborhood it's everybody knows everybody and so the twin island states so trinidad is sort of like a business hub and 15 minutes away is a small island of tobago which has all the beautiful beaches and lots of tourism and good good food and so i grew up between these two worlds of busy you know business island and everything and then there was the little paradise tucked away 
And as a child growing up there, it was a beautiful experience, even in the midst of my parents separating and all the things that come with that. I still had a neighborhood that raised me. And I remember playing with the neighbor's kids. We were all in the streets. We felt safe. We, you know, did roller skating, bike riding, dance competitions, you name it. We did it together. And the neighbors looked out for each other and for the kids. So it was really a beautiful experience. Even though things weren't great on the home front, I never lacked. I never needed anything. And many times my house was the hub for, you know, all things snacks and fun because neighbors shared in that time. And of course, as an adolescent, you know, growing up in my teenage years, it's it, going to school, the focus now was now on career and studying hard and getting all your passes, as your parents would say, you know, passing all your exams. So I was a, definitely a people pleaser. I wanted my parents to be proud of me. So I studied hard, long hours, put aside the play, you know, became very serious. And that's when that introvert in me came out. I now enjoyed my company a little too much, was always focused and very serious about everything. And I think I lost a little bit of fun, you know, in those years. And, and I lost that, that innocent childlike way because now I'm focused on becoming this person who can take care of herself and her family and, and do, you know, great things in this world because a lot was always expected of me. So, but it wasn't too bad. Absolutely. It was not too bad. (laughs) It made you who you are today, right? It did. And that is the thing, you know, all the adversity, these issues, everything, it it created a person. There were two extremes. And now I find that I have more balance as I've grown into myself, understanding that, you know, Everyone makes mistakes and everyone strives for and you, you you achieve things sometimes and then you realize, well, you know, this is not really what I wanted, but it has taken me to this point where I can now grasp uh, the, the dream that is in my heart and, and live your full potential. And that is all that I'm about right now. Are you happy about that, right? I am. I am. I am. I'm learning that even adversity, any adversity that you have faced or are facing or will face in life is there to teach you a lesson. And it is up to you to to learn that lesson. Your attitude and your belief regulates your response to your life. And that is something Dr. Miles Monroe said. And I, I have it, you know, always in my vision because I believe that it reminds me that it is up to me that even though things around me may be negative, how I choose to deal with it makes the difference. Whether I feel I choose to stay stuck in that position or stuck in that situation, dwelling on it. And even today, a very close friend, I would call her family, reminded me of that because, you know, right now we're going through a time of family you know, hardships, loss, that kind of thing. Um, And, you know, you could get tired and worn out. And when you're tired, the Bible says when you're tired, you have to be mindful of what you say and what you do. 
And sometimes when you act out of that space of need, you are not acting as your true self. We're, you know, tainted, it's tainted by all these things that you're experiencing. And when you become settled, when you've satisfied all the major, um, the hierarchy of needs, as Marcel puts it, then you find your true self and you realize that you've made decisions along the way based on your lack rather than where you want to go, who you want to be. So, you know, it's a good reminder that my attitude and my belief regulates my response to my life. Thank you so much for that. that that's really uh, incredible. That's beautiful. I appreciate that. Oh, now, 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 tell me something. <laughs> how, how, did you, how do you describe your work today, your main business, your main target, uh, your, your main work? How do you describe it today? Um, so I recently decided to make a big decision and um, take early retirement from my nine-to-five as a career banker of 28 years and to launch out on my own to make a difference. So what I do now is look for young people or even older people, doesn't matter what age, who have a dream in their heart to do something, to contribute in the business world. So they might be skilled in making uh, paper plates with beautiful patterns that you know encourage others and they, they're really good at it. They have a niche market but they just don't know how to move forward. Would anybody want my product? What, how can I get into business? Do I have to register? Do I, you know, do I have what it takes to be an entrepreneur or a business person? I want to work with people who have a seed that they want to grow. And so that is what I'm doing. But I, I can swing all the way up to merger and acquisition. So, you know, that wide scope based on my training and years of experience, I want to bring that now to the fore to help people, to help business people, individuals. I'll even teach teenagers how to work towards their life goals. And even though those goals shift, how to teach them to shift with that based on their experience and their environment. And that is my passion. And, and so the company that I created is Ducele Legacy Consultants. And being a God girl, that name had something to do with it. So du soleil is of the sun, meaning the actual sun in the sky. But I, but I focus on God to guide me. He's my compass. And so it's not just of the S-U-N, but it's also of the S-O-N. Because with his direction, he's going to send the people that I can help. God is always going to direct people to you that he has given you the gifts to help. So I'm, I'm not a big marketer, but there are people that are drawn to me and I to them. And those are the people that I pour into. And a lot of the times I learn from them as well. So that is that basic market. And then I have a heart for women and teaching women about financial literacy. It is my experience that women in, in our society carry, the, you know, they are the nurturers, they, they teach, they multiply. And it's a biblical principle. If you give a woman a seed, she multiplies it, it becomes a child. You give her a house, she creates a home, you, you know. So that, and, and some people take it and it goes a little further and it becomes a joke, a little running joke. 
but really that is biblical. And so when you teach a woman how to manage her finances, she teaches her children, she helps her husband or her significant other. She even, you know, she spreads it to her community. She talks to her girlfriends, her sisters. She, she multiplies that knowledge. And when you have a strong household with educated, informed individuals in that household, you create a stronger society. You just have to tap into that one person that spreads the good word and those and teach and you just impact so many more. So, you know, you don't have to have a big crowd in order to make a big impact. And of course, I'm a little bit of a health nut. So I got myself involved in this uh, Artist Life Global Ambassador um, Health and Wellness Company. And it's network marketing, but it's network marketing that focuses on health and wellness. So they, they're nutritionals and orthopedic garments, and it's the only one of its kind in the world because we have an anti-cancer bra, garments that help you with sciatica and back pains. So I get, in, in my focus, I get to help people with their businesses, their bodies, their minds, even spirituality, because I, I am Wow, you are, all around, you are all around that. <laughs> That's beautiful. I am, I am, and the thing about it is things that I love to do. So it is not, it's not, um, how should I say? It is not a burden to do it. I get up every morning anticipating what is ahead of me. And sometimes the lessons in helping people are, are difficult. They become, you know, not all things are straightforward. Not all lessons are linear. So I am going to add a, a period in my family life now where, you know, we're dealing with sickness and, and those things. And I'm realizing that what I'm called to do that I've never done before will definitely impact on who I believe God called me to be. But it's at difficult situation and because it's a difficult situation it's very easy to lose the lesson so you know I um it is fantastic that you know when God opens your eyes to things and you realize oops I'm I'm being difficult in this situation but if I change again my attitude and my belief then and it will regulate my response and then I will can get the entire outcome that God intended in the situation. Thank you so much for that. I really appreciate that. I really do. All right. Thank now, you. Uh, tell me something about the primary concern of the people that you are helping. Please share with me. Okay. So a lot of people, um, let's just start with someone who has a dream, who knows that, okay, I like baking cakes and pastries. And my neighbors love it. My family loves, you know, eating what I make. And I want to turn this into a business. I want to do more. I want to make people happy with food. But I don't know where to start. How, you know, do I do I have what it takes? And, and that is the first question I encourage young people, businessmen, entrepreneurs to ask. Do I have what it takes? Because... Success, again, it is, it's, it's a hill and valley situation. And when you take your hard-earned uh, seed money investment 
and you know pour it into something that you're passionate about and you think because 10 people that you know said this is fantastic and you know that it's a good product or, or service then something goes wrong and now you're left with just the bare minimum it seems that you've lost what you have you've invested in this that and the other equipment and ingredients and a storefront or a website or what have you do you have what it takes to continue going to continue investing in yourself to say this too shall pass i will get past this i will learn from the mistakes i made and i will continue pushing through because many times businesses just need that extra investment that extra push that extra time to get past the hump where you are making losses sometimes breaking even if you're lucky and to get into the, po the point of profitability and marketability and and you know being a household name or neighborhood name even but you cannot turn away or, or give up at the first hurdle if you think of a race where, where you have one of those hurdle races and you'll see many times runners, you know, just they're all, you know, piped and they're, they're pumped and they're ready to go. And they have the hurdles in front and they have been practicing for months and sometimes years. They take care of their bodies. They think they've done everything correct. And then they are unable to cross one of the hurdles that falls. They have a choice. They can either stop and forfeit the race or they can continue going, learning from, okay, I, I didn't give enough lift when I did that, so I'm going to just keep going and keep going over those hurdles. Eventually, even though they may, they may or may not win, they have crossed all the hurdles, they have come to the end of the race, and they were successful in that race because they actually completed it. It's important to finish what you've started and not allow obstacles to stop you. That is the first lesson that I teach. And I've created an online course called uh, Entrepreneurial Strategy, where it gives you these different scenarios. It's almost like a, a psychological evaluation in terms of being able to go through with getting into entrepreneurship and getting going through to the point of success and giving you tips as to, okay, if, if you are not, if you find that you are weak in this area, what can you do to improve? How can you change your mindset so that you adopt uh, an I can do it mindset? I can get over this. I can be successful. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me even because that is actually the premise on, upon which that course was built that you don't have to stop even if you think okay i have three out of five things that are weaknesses that doesn't mean that you cannot turn those weaknesses into strengths so you do not give up because when you're passionate about something i believe that god has put that passion into you and i certainly think that we ought to live that is our purpose to live and to do what god has planted in you in seed form with his help watering and giving you the increase so that you can actually realize your purpose and and as they say die empty so 
that whole course was created on that premise so that once you cover that, then we start working on, okay, registration, uh, marketing, your business plan, stuff like that, your financials, your company structure, you know, how are you going out there, feasibility studies, you talk, you name it. We start working on the integrity of building your foundation as a business and getting you out there. Wow. So that takes time. <laughs> <laughs> That's that great. takes a lot of time. That's great. That's great. That's great. I love that. Now, what about the engagement? How do you engage with the people? I mean, what is your method of engagement? Because I hear you were talking about marketing before, uh, that you have a different approach to it, uh, that you're not there uh, marketing all the time. Do you want to share anything in line with that? Okay, so most people are, they have something. So let me go back to when I wanted to create Ducely. When I was seven years old, I was waiting for my dad at a library. So after school, I would walk down to the library because I love books. And I would wait for him there. And while I'm there, I would either be finding something to read or there was an art class next door. I would go and pretend I could draw, you know, because I cannot draw to save my life. But I saw this brochure on a travel brochure, mind you, on Italy. And that stuck with me. I, I, I literally took the brochure home with me and had it for many, many years. Because at that point, a seed was planted in me and that I would, I would be, I would go to Italy, I would travel to Italy. And as I grew up, you know, I would see people in need uh, on the side of the streets and that sort of thing. And I'm thinking, I can help them. I want to help them. There's their family. Why can't, you know, somebody needs to help them. And my, my dad would laugh at me because I would cry every time I see a homeless person. And... You know, I was always very diligent about my schoolwork, so I did very well, and I had a pension for business. So I naturally went into that field. And I would see a building and I think, you know, that building would make a good hostel and, you know, the government could supply people to, like, doctors, have doctors visit people, homeless people there, and they can hire those homeless people to manage the building. So that is their key. But I had a whole structure in my head about this business. You know, what could happen with this? And, and I often thought, well, if I could think about this, why can't the government think about it? Why can't this minister think about it? But to me, it was just simple. And so that continued growing. And then I had this, this idea, okay, you know what? And I, I know that to me, when I look back, it is Holy Spirit showing me and guiding me into the way that I should go. So I had this thing that, okay, so I am going to create this space then. If nobody else will do it, because people need to heal. People need a space where they can catch themselves. Whether they have money or they don't have money, they would be welcome. And I just had this whole picture in my head. And of course, one of it had to be one of the, the my retreat centers had to be in Italy. And what has to be in another country. And, what, and I, I have big, grandiose dreams. But I have to make these dreams come true, so then I have to have business. So, you know, I fell into, I literally fell into banking because I was working for, my first job was with an oil company as a, a clerical officer. 
And I just met somebody who I knew she was working for the same company. So she, she switched jobs and she happened to be in HR. And, you know, we were chatting. She said, so, do you want to try? I'm like, yeah, sure. Why not? I'll send you a resume. And I got the job. 28 years later, today, I am here having studied along the lines of finance and, you know, becoming a chartered banker and loving to travel and then eventually visiting Italy. And it was a short visit at all, but the love and the passion that I developed from Southampton to now to the present date has never waned. It has only increased. And then my love for business, all the things along the way, all the markers along the way have become this huge purpose in front of me that I want to do, that I know that I will do. And I know that I have to rely on God for much of what is to happen, but I've seen it work. And so what I bring is, is not just an opportunity for me to make money, what I'm bringing and how I go out there and talk to my customers is letting them know I understand what it is to have a dream in your heart and just needing to get that out, needing to actualize that and needing the help and the guidance. And not everybody could do what I did. Not everybody is as driven as I am. They just need some guidance and, and continual a hand to just, okay, you're going that way. No, don't do this, do that. And yes, it's a service they have to pay for. But how much do you want this dream? How passionate are you about realizing your purpose? And so I meet them at that point. Because as, as you often say over here, everyone has a story. And so when I learn what their story is, sometimes it's, I need to do this because I need to take care of my family. And that is the most pressing of all stories. But why are you choosing, uh, let's say, sales over, you know, maybe being a shoemaker? It's because I'm good at selling. I get people to do this, that, and the other. And, and I just, I'm, it's easy for me to convince somebody to, to buy this garment rather than to make something for them. I am, I'm not that artsy. So there's always a reason. And why you get at selling? Well, I used to walk around with my dad and he used to do it and I used to mimic him. There's always a story that drives what you do, how you do it, and when you do it. Right? I agree. So <laughs> I, I meet people there. <laughs> That's a lovely. That's a lovely. Thank you for that. Now, I don't know if you want to spend a few, few seconds to uh, talk about the name of your company. I think that is very important because you were touching it just now tell me where did it come from what does this what does it mean deeply with you okay so um when i was a young teenager i was probably about 18 i traveled to canada for the first time and i i was just fascinated by the architecture and everything and there was this my cousin, because my family lived here, took me to a store and she bought these pair of shoes for me, a pair of black loafers with gold rings on the front. And I love those things. And in it, the, 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 um, the style or the, the brand name at that time was uh, Soleil. And I was like, well, what does that mean? 
And so I looked it up, it's a French word, and it meant sun. And I was like, wow, yeah, you know, I could see that. Because it, it made me, I put these shoes on and I thought I was the sun. I thought I was like the best thing, <laughs> right? And But that, that word stuck with me. Many years later, um, I am writing and I, I usually get these, when I'm in meditation, I might be meditating on a scripture because I'm a God girl, as I said. And you know, I would be I would be prompted to write on something, and it would be a, a story, or, or, or I don't know how to explain this because this is what God does with me. So, and I would need to write something and explain something, and and often use an um, examples from my life. So I started writing, and I would have I have tons and tons of, of notebooks that I have to actually now put together and publish. I have lots of books inside of me. But I started writing on Instagram as well. And the name Soleil just kept coming back to me. And there is a scripture that says, you know, you, it talks about children of God being, you know, sons of God. And I was like, okay, this is this this is, is there's a connection here and obviously a spiritual one so the, the words do so they came to me and i was like okay so you know what that is going to be a name i'm keeping for my business they didn't even think about business business at that time but it stuck with me so i um decided many years later then we, we were traveling very fast but now i'm ready to register my business and i'm thinking good I'm going to use my name, Dusole after Sun, and I literally heard yes because if you do what God wants, you'll be a child of God, you'll be a son of God, and I was like, whoa, <laughs> you know, it's one of those mind blowing moments where things just start jarring and and it's like wow. So the business was supposed to be named Dusole Business Consultants, and the, the watchword is turning dreams into legacies. I love that. I love and I, that. I sent, that's the thing. And I sent this, all this came to me. I, I'm, I'm not even, that, you know, it's just, again, God pouring into me. So I gave my accountant the information to go register the business and do all the hard work for me. I didn't want to be doing that. And he came back to me, he says, I can't do the name. And I started to panic because Juicy was important. I said, why can't you do Juicy? He says, no, not Juicy. I can't do business consultants. But I, I did something for you though. And I said, what did you do? He said, I said, he said he registered it as Dusele Legacy Consultants. I was like, oh my, because I did not give him the watchword. He did not need that. That is just, you know, for my website and whatnot. He just had Dusele Business Consultants. So he did not see legacy. So when he said that to me, it was like confirmation to me that this is what it is. This is right because it's now Dusole Legacy Consultants turning dreams into legacies. That's the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> it is the way it's supposed to be. And I, I could not, I, I was like so grateful that he even took the initiative to just do it anyway. It's just like he knew that I would like that and he just did it. Wow, I, lo so, I, lo I love that, I love that. <laughs> you know, it is amazing what God does. Thank you, Thank you for that sharing.
All right. Now, if you were to say maybe in few words what you do for your clients and the kind of service that you render to them briefly, what would that be? It would be guiding you from the point of your dream or your idea, your business idea, teaching you how to do your business plan, how to actualize that business plan to realize your functional business, and then to guide you through. And at any point, if uh, at that point you can either continue having me as a continuous consultant or, you know, continue going on with your business. And then when you hit a hiccup, if you or you want to do something different, come back to me. We will go through this little knot or take it to the next level and you know, just help you to keep growing. Um, if you are an established business, even if you are a large business, I can help you understand your numbers. So I'm really great at your financial statements. I am a credit analyst by profession. And so I can, I read, numbers tell a story for me. I get weird with these stories. But when I see numbers, I actually can tell you what is going on with your business. And, and it's something that all analysts do. But I really love doing this. And, and so I can teach you by showing you the numbers, where your business is, what you need to do, what you need to change, what you can tweak, what you can do more of, less of, that sort of thing. And if you wanted to sell your business, I can help you value the business so you can sell it or vice versa. If you want to buy someone's business, we can do mergers and acquisitions. It's, it's you know, it's the whole gamut. Um, recently, I had a thing for um, trade finance. So recently, I picked up a consultancy with um, a Euro Exim Bank as a trade finance specialist. So kind of adding you know, a little bit of mixed it where I can help you with financing for imports and exports and that sort of thing. So it's it's still very much banking. It's still very much business, although I, I took early retirement from the banking. Now I think because of my scope, I'm able to help you with all areas, even building an admin team I can help you with. And, you know, if it's a one-on-one consultancy or a uh, department consultancy, it depends. It's all structured to what you need for your business. That's lovely. All right. Of course, we definitely are going to be coming back to that. Anyway, for today, uh, we are, we're not going to be staying here for a long time, but I believe that there's a lot of value out there. Uh, of course, that is an excuse to come back again uh, next time because we have more things to talk about. Uh, of course, we haven't even opened up the conversation towards the diaspora now and how we can maybe leverage it for more. <laughs> So we definitely are going to come back for that. Now, for now, awesome. people who want to connect with you, how can they reach you? Use this few seconds to promote what you are doing. Please go ahead for that. So Ducele Legacy Consultants can be reached um, via my website, which is lrramirez.com. And so I'm going to say that again because it sounds a little funny. So L as in Leno, R as in Rosalind, R-A-M-I-R-E-Z.com. So that's my website. And you can reach me as well on uh, my uh, WhatsApp or call me directly. My number is 1-868-764-1851. Email is info at lrramirez.com. So I can be reached easily by those, by those mediums. And um, I respond immediately. You get... Uh, your links for appointments everything is automated 
So, you know, it's and hopefully we can have a fantastic free consultancy session for the very first time so that I see if I can meet you at your pain points and help you along. Thank you so much for that. Now, what will be your final thought uh, today to conclude the conversation? Maybe a message you want to leave uh, with the people. Uh, yeah, please go ahead and do that. Yes, um, most definitely. I guess colored by what is happening right now in my life and my general, um, and with my general you know, love for all things health and wellness, please take care of yourselves. Whatever we want to do in life, we need to be, take care of the vessel that God has given us. And if we don't do so from a very young age, then we'll find that in our later years, we have to face all sorts of problems. Some of them are easily solved and some uh, take us to our final days. So anything you want to do, any dream you want to realize, begin by taking care of the person mentally, physically, spiritually, that has to achieve this dream, this goal of living this life. God first and everything else falls right into place. So that is what I would really love for everyone to, to take away from today's you know entire podcast, along with the fact that, yes, I am here and I am willing to work with anyone. I love working with people. I love getting to the different cultures and learning their stories that's lovely that's really really lovely thank you so much for that sister i appreciate the conversation and appreciate the show the sharing thank you if you enjoyed this podcast please subscribe so you never miss any of our future episodes rate and review overhead podcast and share with your friends who might need it thank you so much for listening i talk to you in the next episode